We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Uh, with, with Bojan and Alec, obviously you guys are shorthanded now, but do you allow yourself to kind of think about what it might look like when everyone's healthy and they can kind of find their way into the rotations? I mean, obviously that's everyone sees that, but... um we got to focus on right now. How can we be good right now? And um, we can't keep looking ahead and saying, right, we're, we're going to be good. No, we got to be good now. So um, we're not, I'm not worried about what the future holds. I'm just worrying about one day at a time in our next game. Nick Knack, who's there? It's your boy, John. <laughs> Burks was fire. Um, BB is smooth. Second team has hope without IQ. Well, here's a sensible comment. Uh, thank you. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited to again like to see the second unit as it's supposed to be. I, the I'll say this. The Hardenstein, so you figure the second unit is going to be Burks when everybody's healthy again, knock on wood. Burks bogey Hart. Will it be Hardenstein? Um I I don't know. Uh because with this Achilles thing, I w- w- maybe they go back to starting Mitch, which is like I can't, I don't know. It this team is just such a different team the last time than the last time we had this conversation. You know when when Mitch went out and Hardenstein was playing amazing and like so we'll see. Either way, I think you're going to be in great shape. The nice thing though, and why I actually think. Mitch makes more sense probably with the backups now is Mitch is the obviously he's the, he's the less um, skilled offensive player that goes without saying. So, but he's the better defender and look, Hardenstein's been awesome. He's Mitch is a different animal on defense. Not actually, I shouldn't say different animal. He's, he's better. He's a higher ceiling. He's better. Um, and so you want to put him with the weaker defensive unit, which with Bogey out there. And now the other part of it is who is with who's the offensive player? Who, who is the star? Because I don't think he, he's going to stagger. I think he, he is going to stagger one of Brunson or Randall. So if you put. I mean, unless he runs OG out there with that unit, which is possible, it's certainly possible. I, I think those are the three choices. So well, let's run th- real quick. Let's run through them right now. And I know I'm going like way, way off topic, but you're like the second team has hope without IQ. This is what we're talking about here. It's like how 
are you generating good offense with that second unit? I think Burks is a big part of that. Bogey's a big part of that. So you could go with those two. If you have Hart out there as well, we know what Hart is on offense. If you go OG, then you're then you got Bogey at the three, Hart at the two, Burks at the one. I mean, then and if Mitch is the is the center, I mean, then you're fucking huge. And then you're, I think, then you're looking. That's an incredible defensive alignment with Hart, OG, and Mitch out there on the same defense. Burks could defend still. So then Bogey's clearly your worst defender, and even he could hold his own. Like just like go out there, be big, you know, um, be bigger position. And I think that unit could score because you got three guys to space the floor really well, and uh, and then Hart and 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 Mitch to gobble up offensive rebounds. So that's one possibility. Randall's another possibility. So if you do Randall, then it's Mitch and Randall. Don't love that. Like Mitch, I like Randall more with Hardenstein, but Mitch, Randall, Bogey, Burks, and Hart. You're big there too. And you got Randall there to kind of base, but that's I that's an interesting one though to me. Because we we get with like we saw those minutes earlier in the year. When after they made the trade and with no Brunson on the floor and even with Randall out there, you still felt like the offense was stagnant. Now, I think it was improving as time went on for sure. But I, I think you could get a lot better if you surround. Imagine putting Randall into actions with Bogdanovich like he's Bennett. He knows how to play with Burks, obviously. That could be really interesting. And then the last option, which is like maybe the most fun one is you run Brunson out there with your backup unit. And I think we're going to see that sometimes for sure. Uh, but it would be Brunson Burks Hart, um, bogey. And then again, is it Mitch? Is it Hardenstein? You know, let's go with Mitch. You got a lot of options here. You got a lot of options either way. I think I like the fact, and this, and again, this goes back to why they made this trade because it gives you all of these, sorts of options to say nothing of all your different options that you could have now to close games. Um, so yeah, I'm still, I'm if my excitement level yesterday was a 10, my excitement level today is still a 10. It's just got to get healthy. Parish Duggar. What's going on? Parish starting Taj was ridiculous. Ridiculous. Should have just went small with Bogdan at the four. Um, Boyan, uh, we're challenged with foot speed on the perimeter now on defense, not a concerning loss. Um, yes, they are challenged with foot speed on the perimeter on defense, but I actually no, I don't know that I agree with that. Challenged means like this is going to be a perpetual issue. I'm not worried about foot speed on defense on the perimeter. For a team that, again, when healthy, is going to have OG Ananobi and Josh Hart and Dante DiVincenzo. Like, and you want to throw Burks in there, maybe? Because I think Burks could still move pretty well on defense. Um, when you're going, and then so, but it's not just about the foot speed on the perimeter, it's about, okay, so you get beat off the dribble. What do you do next? 
And the what do you do next is made a whole lot differently in games like tonight where you had no rim presence at the uh, at the five versus games where you will have that rim presence because then it's like, okay, the advantage has been created. I have to give my center a chance to neutralize that advantage and I have to go figure out where I need to be next. And that's where, again, I'm encouraged because I think for as much as Boyan is... Again, he's not the most fleet of foot out there. I think he's a smart defender. And I think he's going to know where he has to be and and all that sort of stuff. And I think he's going to be able to be fine in this scheme. Again, provided that you have a backstop, which is, again, they've that's, that's how they got away with being the fourth-ranked defense three years ago when they had guys like Derrick Rose defending the perimeter, you know? And like Emmanuel quickly as a rookie. Um, and like, I'm trying to remember who else, like Austin, Austin Rivers, you know, I mean, Jesus throw, throw back a, a name like Alfred Payton was not, not any great shakes defensively. We, we, we knew that from watching him. Like they survived all the, you know, RJ, it was, that was his best defensive season, but he still, I don't think he was great. Um, you know, Randall, like you survived all of these guys because again, they knew how to play the scheme. They executed the scheme and they had the center to make the scheme all work. Um, tonight you didn't have that. Thanks, Parrish. And again, you were playing the best offense in the league tonight. So take everything you saw with a grain of salt. Twin Orange, what's going on, Twin? Can we end the Cold War and offer up most of our picks to the Nets and get bridges? Yeah, no one's gonna quit this, huh? Uh, look, man, I don't, I, I just don't think it's gonna happen. I don't think it's about offering picks. I just don't think they would trade him here. Um, it's a conversation we could revisit this summer. Trade deadline's over. <laughs> Thanks, Twin Orange. I love McCall. Don't get me wrong. I do. He's he's awesome. I'd love to see him here. I'll just do with another one. Randall with Brunson, Bogey, Don DiVincenzo intrigues me a lot. Uh, yeah, that's uh, the problem. That's a weak defensive lineup. You're putting a lot. You're putting a lot on your center there. You're putting a lot on your center there. Um, with Mitch, probably more interesting. Um, I'm sure you'll see it. I'm sure. I mean, that shit wouldn't, wouldn't shock me if that lineup closed games. Uh, I think you'll see it. And another one from Hush or slot in OG for DiVincenzo. Well, then, I mean, boy. So then bogeys your two. That's that's a big that's a big I mean but but is he your two or is it because here's the thing as many wise people not me have said you are who you defend so you could run that lineup out there if the problem is like it then so like yeah if you, I was going to say you could run that lineup out there if the lead perimeter player or the lead initiator on the opposing team is someone that you feel comfortable putting OG on, which is essentially everybody in the league. So, but then you're, you're opening yourself up to when, if, if you have to switch that, that means you're switching it with, there's no chance that you're switching it with a strong defender. You're switching it with either. Well, one of your bigs, which the Knicks don't like to do that. They're never going to do that. Or you're switching it with one of Randall Brunson or Bogey. Um, 
that's 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 tough. You know, that's one of the compromise. That's one of the things you're going to have to figure out. Again, this is this is a it's a very good team. I think it has a chance to be a great team. I I think there's still there's a reason that people are still going to bring up getting what and that's why I'm not I'm not I can't yell at anybody for the Macau thing because like still feels like they need one more two way guy. One more. Thanks, Hush. Robert Cross. I wonder how you're feeling tonight. Uh, first time, long time with your boy, John. Is it fair and reasonable to say? I love when he starts off with three straight. Um, what was it called? Acronyms. Uh, that the Knicks need to move on from Tibbs after his decision to start Taj. <laughs> Uh, do you think we should bring Fizdale back? Uh, what's Fizdale do? He's he's on the bench. Who's he an assistant for? Is he in LA? Yeah, I think he's in LA, right? Or Phoenix, maybe one of those places. I don't know. But uh, let's let's leave Fizdale there, where where he belongs. Thank you, Robert. Assistant for Phoenix. Thank you. I knew it was LA or Phoenix. Charlie Boy Third, what's going on, Charlie? Thank you for uh, the very generous super chat tonight. Really do appreciate it. Hope you're having a good Saturday evening. Pacers are such an unlikable team, starting with Hallie. Amen to that. Fuck them. I, I mean, and I can say that because all I've done is praise them tonight because they deserve they deserve that level of respect. But my God, I fucking hate them. I hate Halliburton. Hate him. Hate him. Don't like looking at his face. Don't like the cut of his jib. Don't like anything about him. He has he has taken the torch from Reggie Miller. Guys, you just want to punch so hard, so many times, right in the nose. Uh, let me finish your comment. Can't stand losing to them under any circumstances. Well, you're probably about my age. <laughs> Can only hope that they get stuck in the NBA purgatory of being good but not good enough for the duration of Halley's tenure. Let me say this. I think that they. Hmm. They're a piece away. There's a reason that they were in on OG Ananobi at the same time as we were. And I don't want to say that they felt that they had to settle for Siakam, but it's easier to find a Siakam. And I say that knowing that the dude has made multiple all NBA teams and is like either an all-star or a borderline all-star every year. He had a case this year, Siakam. Let me tell you, Siakam had a case this year. He wasn't talked about it as as a possible all star. It's because he was on Toronto for the most of the time. Toronto stunk, but like Siakam's awesome. And I will say it again: it's easier to find a Siakam or what Siakam does for this team than it is to find an OG. If they had gotten OG, and then because then it's like, all right, we need one more bucket getter who could fit in with what we do. They could have found that somewhere, somewhere, somehow via trade or whatever, they still would have had well actually I don't but that's the complicating part because like what what would they have traded for for Ananobi? Would they have traded I would have met I mean I don't know, was Toronto interested in Matherin? Didn't sound like um the Pacers had any interest in trading Matherin, but like I don't know, does Matherin and like two unprotected firsts of your own get you there? Like I again I don't I don't know. Uh, but like, let me. I'll say this: I'm happy they didn't get him. 
Um, I, I'm really happy they could because you want to talk about a guy that could make up for a lot of their defensive shortcomings, and then all of a sudden, uh, Nesmith moves down to your as your number two uh, defender in your starting lineup. I, I well, we'll see whether he would have started, but like, but yeah, man, they're. I, I don't know if they're ever going to be able to get all the way there. I don't they, like they, they were, they were a move away, but then so were we, we're a move away. You know, they're fucking hate that. They're they're as much as I hate the heat. Indy will always be number one for me because it's their Hicks. We're New Yorkers. They're Hicks. We should beat Hicks. You know why? Because they're Hicks. So when they beat us, it's so painful. I I just. You hate it. You hate to see it. Mm. Jessica, what's going on, Jessica? This is nothing to worry about. I agree. Depleted team, two new guys. Jalen's still recovering. That's a funny thing. I don't even think Jalen's all the way back. And he scored 39 tonight. I didn't think he was at his best self. Pacers are a great team. The team will be healthy. Um, as I get S, as I get us, as I get us, so I get gets. I, I hope I don't. I didn't do that well. Um, yeah, I, Pacers are really, 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 really good. Um, I don't know if I could call them great yet because they're a little bit too easy to score on. They're really, really, really good. I think they're just like to, to speak to the last comment. I think they're just on the outside looking in. Like if there's your core contenders and then there's your like the Knicks and I don't know what team out West you'd put in this category. I don't know. Are you putting, should Minnesota be in the same category as the Knicks, but whatever. I think the Pacers are like just in that, at the top of that next tier in terms of, I don't see them. Like, I don't think they win at all. I don't think, I don't even think they make a finals, but I, they could, like people have been saying for months, like, oh, it wouldn't shock me if the Knicks were woke up when if we woke up and the Knicks were in the conference finals. Wouldn't shock me if the Pacers were in the conference finals. Um, they're 30 and 24. They need to get to 50 wins. They need to go 20 and eight. Can they go 20 and eight? Eh, I don't know if I can see them go 20 and eight. I think probably 18 and 10 is more likely. But again, it's a 48 win team. You know, that could be your six seed. Freaking wild. Thanks, Jessica. Um, Sam Garcia's dad reminder this team needs Randall I'm happy somebody said it and look again I'll reference speaking of the, the great um, I I feel bad calling it you know Pacers fans Hicks because Caitlin Cooper is the opposite of it C- Caitlin Cooper is the smartest person analyzing basketball that exists in the universe right now um, so on the pod with Benji and, and Caitlin Cooper um, they Benji asked the, the the Randall question, right? Like, what do you think about Randall? And I'm I'm not going to say the exchange because everybody should go listen to the pod if you haven't listened to it. Um, it's as relevant today as it was as it was before the game. But like, he is their secondary creator. You know, he is their second guy. He's a freaking all star. Obviously, he's their second guy. They need him. This this version of this team needs him. I completely agree. And I want to see him back. And I want to see how what they do with him. I'm really excited to see that. Genuinely excited. 
I wonder as you try to figure out how this team goes from a, a maybe a one B or like a a a one B a two A I don't know whatever whatever they are right now as you try to figure out how to, how how to get them to that next step where do you where do you look right where do you look to make the improvement is there a world where they are comfortable taking a step back from the creation and attention and and gravity and all the things that Randall gives a slight step back to take steps forward in shooting in defense, obviously. Um, But like that brings into all other kinds of questions. Cause then it's like, all right, well you're sacrificing size. You're sacrificing physicality. You're sacrificing toughness. Um, to say nothing of the, the the sacrifice of like a bucket getter, it is the it is it has been the fundamental question for this team for years. It it remains the fundamental question of this team. Like that's why the Embiid thing was always so intriguing and remains intriguing is because it's like well if you get Embiid in here you don't necessarily have to do anything with Randall. You know, Embiid's a center, but presuming that you're not going to be able to get the upgrade at the center position, it's like all right, well. Where, where you know where are you getting it? How where where is it coming from? Maybe maybe this Dante thing that we're seeing is not as real as it feels because it oh my god it sure feels real. Putting tonight aside, um, and that's where you go. But like, okay, great. How many elite sharpshooting two guards that could also create and defend at an extremely at a really high level for their size are available in the league. You know, uh, is Devin Booker getting on the trade block anytime soon? I, I don't, I don't know about that. Like, so, you know, you, you think about upgrades, you look about where they go, but I'm, I'm with you. I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I want Randall back. We need Randall back. They need him. What's up, Knicks fans? Quick break to tell you about our new sponsor, Prize Picks. Not only are they the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America, but they're also the easiest and most exciting way to play. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, it's just you against the numbers, picking more than or less than on a two to six player stat projection. With the NBA season more than midway through and the NFL season with just three games left, now is as good a time as any to pick combo projections across sports from the Specials League. For example, on any given night, take Jalen Brunson over in points, Julius Randle over in rebounds, or OG Ananobi over in steals. Then combine it with two NFL props, like Patrick Mahomes over in passing yards, Lamar Jackson over in rushing yards, or Christian McCaffrey over in touchdowns. Prize Picks is a really simple way to play. Prize Picks offers weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts. Like on Taco Tuesday each Tuesday, Prize Picks discounts select player projections up to 25% to provide Provide even more value. PrizePix now offers Apple Pay for quick and easy deposits into your account all basketball season. You know what to do. Go to prizepix.com slash KFS and use code KFS for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, that's prizepix.com slash KFS and use code KFS for a first deposit match up to $100. PrizePix, it's daily fantasy sports made easy. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Fire Sports, what's going on, uh, Fire Sports? Saving any reactionary takes for when we're not missing our second best player and our three best defenders and didn't shoot it well from three. Thank you. I appreciate the the calm takes during the overreaction episodes are the thing that get me to bed at night. I, I need these like I need air. I promise you that. Thank you, Fire Sports. We completely agree. Jasso focused. This game, eh, or shrug or whatever. After the All-Star break, little muscle emoji, and then OG is too important. OG is very important to what they do. OG is extremely important to what they do, and like Credit to them since they made the trade. They have had a couple really important stands defensively without OG and Anobi. I'm going to, you know what? I, I may look, I'll see if I could try to look it up right now. They, they need him defensively. They like, they just, they absolutely need him defensively. There's no two ways about it. All right. Thank you, Ja. Appreciate it. Uh, Jessica with another one, by the way. Oh, here we go. It's pronounced. Let me get this right. Azoigatus. Azoigatus. I think I got that right. Yiddish for, so it goes. I didn't know that. Azoigatus. Kind of a shrug of acceptance that things happen out of your control. Azoigatus. I could always learn more Yiddish. I feel like my Yiddish, especially growing up in New York, is not where it needs to be. Um, and it's a shame because my grandmother, may she rest in peace, spoke a lot of Yiddish. And, uh, yeah, I, I feel like I, I I would like to I would like to get get better at that. So there you go. Um, thank you, Jessica. I appreciate the the clarification uh, on on that. And as always, thank you for your for your generosity. Okay, Alex. In a world where Alex is, you're on fire tonight. In a world where you could get any of iHeart, Randall, Mitch, Rob, and OG back at full health right now, which two would you choose based on current needs? That's a great question. That is a great question. Truly great question. Man. You really stumped me. My 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 initial inclination was to say just pick one of the centers. You don't need both centers back because Presumably, you're going to get Sims back. You have Precious. Like, I feel like he trusts Precious a little bit more now, even though he wasn't great defensively at the five tonight. So, pick one center 
Let's get Hardenstein. Let's get Hardenstein back. Not saying he would be my first pick, but you, ha- you got to get one of the centers back. So pick, take Hardenstein. And then. You know what? I'm going to say OG. And here's why. They need Brunson to be like fresh for the playoffs. Your your question is in a world where you could get any of these guys back right now. I feel like as long as they get Brunson. As long as he's fresh heading into the playoffs. And then obviously they have Randall into the play and they, they need some time for him to get acclimated. Don't get me wrong, but Brunson could shoulder, continue to shoulder this load for a while. And I think it's going to get him some MVP votes. And with between DiVincenzo and bogey and Burks, I think you can survive without Randall for another little while. So I'll go Hardenstein and OG and Anobi. How about that? I'm not sure it's the right answer, but and speaking of OG Ananobi, this is I was filibustering here for a bit. So OG Ananobi, since the trade, since the trade with OG Ananobi um, on the court, oh, of course I put on off uh, traditional and not on off advanced. That's my bad. Uh, let's go to the next super chat. That's a that was a great question, by the way, Alex. Seriously, you made up for your your earlier comments that I kind of disagreed with. Uh, Kevin Danishevsky with another one. Uh, how about this? McBride, Burks, OG, either Randall or Bogey, and then a center. Perfect combo of just enough shot creation, point of attack defenders, point of attack defense, and size to blitz teams without Brunson. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, that's that's fine. Uh, I like that as a backup unit, but I, I just, where's Hart playing? You know, or do you want to do you want to relegate Hart to the? Do you not want him to play any minutes? Because <laughs> if you're talking about a backup unit, then I don't know, I don't know what we're doing here. Because you're, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know about that. Uh, like Hart's going to be part of the backup unit. He should be part of the backup unit. So yeah. Uh, anyway, the OG numbers. Defensive rating with OG and Anobi on the court since the trade in... Wait, this out right? Oh, yeah, here we go. In 500 minutes, 500 minutes, not an insignificant sample size, 98.9 uh, defensive rating. 98.9. Uh, I'm just looking at Boyan's Boyan's uh, defensive rating, uh, 130.4. Not 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 what you want after one game. Uh, OG note the defensive rating in 508 minutes since the trade with OG Ananobi off the court, 115.9. So that is a difference of. I can do math. 8.9. Jesus Christ. So that's. Yeah. Um, so that's a difference of like 17. Yeah, no, that's exactly a difference. A difference of 17 points per 100 possessions. 
So OG Ananobi basically, and like the, so that's essentially the difference between the best defense in the league and the worst defense in the league. That's and in about the same number of minutes, same number of minutes with OG on the court, same number of minutes with OG off the court since the trade. So he's literally the difference between them being the best defense in the league and the worst defense in the league. So I'd say he's pretty important to get back. There's a reason Tibbs was running him out there for 48 minutes a night. Okay, next up. Or are we done? Ah, here we go. Sam Garcia's dad with another one. Thank you, Sam Garcia's dad. Uh, GMAC is still the man, but the pregame with Benji and Caitlin Cooper is much-watched TV. Could not agree more. Wasn't familiar with Caitlin Cooper, but she really knows ball. By the way, tonight confirmed for me that I hate them more than any other team. Amen to that. That's what the that's what the true um it, to, to you know thinking of the 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 Alanis Morissette song that isn't it ironic that the best basketball analyst out there analyzes a team that you just abhor and um she is oh my god Steph Curry just hit what looks like a game winner against Phoenix my lord um. <clears throat> wow. Yeah, Kaylin Cooper's amazing. Like the way when she was going and just like talking about all the different actions and like it just like rolls off her tongue. It made me I I hope she wouldn't take offense to this comment. It made me feel so stupid, which is not hard to do. I'm not not a bright man, but like you know, I I watch this sport a lot. I I love the sport. I try to pay a lot of attention to as much scholarly analysis of the sport as I can and listening to a conversation between those two and ben, and ben, I look I'm praising Caitlin Cooper Benji's right up there with her obviously listening to those two talk ball it's just like you know it's like you you know it's like you 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 think about like NASA scientists it's like literal rocket scientists you're like yep I'll never be able to do that listening to them talk today just like yeah I'll never be able to analyze the game at that level and just see things that clearly and um and just ha- like that much of a secondhand like all this stuff is just like it's it's nothing to them you know and that's so impressive and and yet and yet before I scare anybody off the entire pod was entirely relatable. Like you don't need to know anything about anything to be able to enjoy the pod and understand what they're getting at. And it's just such a, such a privilege to be able to have these folks doing this. Um, and uh, we have quite a few here at Nick's film school, DJ, another one as good as anyone. Um, 99th basketball, our latest film breakdown guy. He, he, I, I'm loving what he's doing. So yeah, we we're very lucky here. Thank you, Ray. Robert W. Cross with another one. It's your boy, John. Has anyone else complained about Brunson being distracted for tonight's game due to the Fallon appearance? Was that really necessary? Um, I'm so thankful that... uh, I'm so thankful that he got a chance to do that. And I obviously know you're being facetious uh, because that's a really cool opportunity. Like... You get to go on the freaking Tonight Show. That's great for him. That's great. And I, and and this is the kind of stuff where somebody else said it. One somebody here at KFS said it. I forget who, but I, I saw the tweet. Um, that like that's the sort of thing that really makes a difference in terms of All Star voting. 
because you're going to get a lot more people who see you and know who you are and recognize you. And like, let's let's call a spade a spade. Like that stuff matters when you're trying to build like an MVP campaign. You got to be noticed. You got to be you got to be out there and you got to be a a big time figure. You can't just be someone that Knicks fans love and appreciate. You got to be a a national figure. And the best part about Jalen Brunson and why I could sit here and laugh off your comment is because, you know, you know, none of this is that none of that shit is getting to his head that he will still work. Every bit as hard. Every bit as hard as he ever did. If not harder, which I don't know if you could work any harder than he already works. So you I love that for him. I'm thrilled. I hope he gets more such opportunities. I hope he gets commercials. I hope he gets whatever he wants. Anything that's coming to him would make me very happy. Thank you, Robert. Alex, for what it's worth, this Alex is not stressed out about our team. You know, Alex, I needed that tonight. I needed that tonight. Thank you. Your bet, the bet though, you know why? Because in my mind, I think for the first time today, I think I can, I kind of conceded. I'm like, shit, I'm going to lose this bet to Alex. So for anybody who doesn't know me and Alex bet a beer, which I guess I have to go to New Mexico and, and buy him if he wins. Um, bet a beer that I, I did not think DiVincenzo would break the, the Fournier's three point record for the team. And he said he thought he it would. We made this bet like three weeks ago before. <laughs> Before the insanity of the last six games, <laughs> or maybe it was two weeks ago, whatever. But it was before the last six, and I, I today, I think I had finally, I resigned myself, like shit, I'm gonna lose this bet. And then Devo, of course, goes is cold tonight, so I don't, I don't know where that leaves us, Alex. I don't know where that leaves us, but I appreciate the comment here. Steve Chandler, what's going on, Steve? They keep rolling in. You guys are awesome, man. I said, eh, it's going to be a short one. Here I am talking almost an hour and 20 minutes. Once Burke, as Clyde called him, three times at least that I heard. Once was in the first quarter, or maybe it was the second quarter. It was like literally a minute after he checked in. There was another time shortly after that, and I heard a third Alec Burke. Or no, Sorry, it wasn't Alec Burke. He doesn't call him Alec Burke. He call, When he just refers to him just by his last name is when he calls him Burks or Burke. When he says his whole name, I think he's better with getting the the Burks. Uh, once Burks, as Clyde calls him, gets settled, uh, would like Deuce to get enough burn to keep Brunson at 35 minutes until the playoffs. That's the Spolster move. Yeah, absolutely. That's the that's the Michael Corleone move. That's not the that's not the Sunny move. Um, keeping Brunson fresh for the playoffs is the most is number one. It is the number one thing for this team like they all need to get healthy but if Brunson's not if Brunson's not fresh for the playoffs nothing fucking matters because whether they said it explicitly or whether it was implied every person who sat there and praised this team as a dark horse finals contender um after the trade after the trades is doing so with the understanding that Jalen Brunson is a dude and if you have Jalen Brunson on the floor you could beat any team any team, if you got the right pieces surrounding him. Um, so, all that said, uh, yes, I completely agree. And like you're, it's a, like you're being. I think you're being conservative. Thirty-five minutes is like still a lot of minutes. That that should be possible. Now, it's easy for us to sit here and say that, 
what happens if we get down to the final couple of weeks and they're a half game up on three or a half game back for three? And it's like, you know, I. And then the the only other thing I'll say, the only other thing that I will say, and I'm not disagreeing with you. Again, I'm not disagreeing with you, but the way the season works now, where the teams that are not in the play-in get a full five days off or six days off. I do think that that matters, um, especially if the like the Knicks don't need to play. Like maybe God willing, the last weekend of the season maybe won't matter. Although I have a funny feeling it might. So yeah, good, good, good stuff. Good stuff. Thank you, Steve. Joseph J. Is the two seeds still a reality when our guys return? Depends how far back they are. And it depends on like depends on Cleveland and Milwaukee. What are they going to do? Like, I don't know. Milwaukee's been all sorts of mortal for a little while now. And even when they were like had a really good record, I didn't love, you know, you didn't love a lot of what you were seeing. So uh, we'll see. I don't, I'm, I'm certainly not conceding the two seed, but, and that also depends on like when our guys return, when are our guys going to return? Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. That's, that's part of the, that's, that's part of the question. Just looking up advanced stats uh, update. Knicks are ninth in offense, tie with eighth, tie with the Mavs in eighth, uh, seventh in defense. So still top 10 in both. And, Sixth in net rating, plus 5.3. So, very sturdy team, your Knicks. Although, I, I wonder if they fell off a 50-win pace. I'm going to have to do a little little math here. <clears throat> um, we'll see, Joseph J. We'll see. Anthony Diaz, they're, they're still rolling in here. Hey, John, long-time listener. Um, thanks for chiming in. Need our boys back. If you had a magic wand and got get one back now, now I only get to pick one. <laughs> Fully healthy, who would it be? Man. Whew. Do I get Sims? If I pick if I pick OG, can I get Sims? I know I don't know if you could put that in the chat. Maybe uh maybe <sighs> That might be the deciding factor. If I could get Sims with OG, then I think I'm going to pick OG. If I don't, oh man, I, I, I actually might go with Hardenstein, which is wild. But that's, but that really does speak to how important the center position is for this team. It really does. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, the Knicks right now, by the way, are on a 51 win pace after this loss. Thanks, Anthony. That was a good question. That was a good question. Frank Miranda. What's going on, Frank? What's up, Mac? It's your boy, Frank, from Patreon. We can't judge anything until this team is whole. Completely agree. But what I, what do I know? I just stepped up from gummies to Fruity Pebbles edibles. So your boy is on cloud nine. Love KFS. Well, Frank, you are the master of disaster when it comes to all of that stuff. Um, I wouldn't know anything about any of that. Genuinely, I don't partake. This is this is what I do, which is probably worse for you than any of that crap. But um, 
Yeah. Anyway, uh, I think you know a lot. I think you're a wise man. And I hope you're enjoying your Fruity Pebbles edibles, which I'm fascinated that that is a thing that exists. Thank you, Frank. And I think that's it. Okay. (laughs) We are donezo. Um, thank you everybody for checking out another uh, post game edition of the Knicks Film School uh, podcast. I, I, even though I'm on YouTube, so it's not a podcast. Uh, so we're we're getting we're crawling there by the crawling ourselves over that finish line to the to the um, All Star break. Obviously, pregame pods coming up, uh, post game pods coming up. Me and Jeremy coming up. We're we're, we're recording tomorrow morning. Uh, so that is, uh, that is, that is happening. That is coming your way. And what else? I think that's it. So, um, thanks everybody. Um, don't forget to subscribe to the channel. If you listen to the podcast, uh, you know, next day, give us that five-star rating. We appreciate that and, uh, leave a review and we will be back and talk to you very soon. Peace out.